Greetings, Alex Simmons here, and it's uh, extremely early in the morning. It's uh, 5.30 a.m. in New York. Now, that may be normal for some of you folks getting up at this hour, or maybe even being out on the road already on your way to work, or having been at work since 4 o'clock in the morning, or maybe you're an hour or so away from going home from work, because in my city... Um, not everybody sleeps at night. What does it make me think about vampires? Anyway, um, I have a lot to do today, and I did get some sleep, so don't worry about that. But I wanted to share a process here. You know, Chris and I get come on to tell the damn story, and we um, we talk about writing tips, and we talk about popular culture, and movies, and comics, and books, and we interview different people, and sometimes we, you know, sort of interview each other in a way. Um, and we try to do this on a regular basis. And note I say try, because over the years, and we've been at this now uh, three years, I think, we've had starts and stops. Uh, we started out in a video uh, on YouTube with um, Tim Fielder, who's a great illustrator, artist, and he's still a good buddy and everything, but we found that our times, our, you know, our schedules were, were sort of making it difficult to get together and do the shows. And then I, you know, with or without my son's help, would edit and get it up on and blah, blah, blah. We realized, you know, sometimes there'd be huge gaps between episodes. And as you folks well appreciate, you know, consistency it's just like having your favorite TV show or something. You want to be able to know that every Thursday night you click on the TV at 8 o'clock or you get on your, your streaming uh, handheld device or whatever, and there's the show. And what we were finding was, you know, we were not doing that. We were not consistent. So then we tried uh, just doing um, podcast, and that also presented a challenge because of our respective schedules. Sometimes I'm traveling a lot or involved in a project. Chris is not only involved in projects and publishing, but also he teaches uh, full-time. So there's a lot of hours when we're off doing things, and those things do not um, congeal in a way that we are also quite free to keep a schedule to record. Now, we've gotten better uh, at this. We try and set aside at least one day a week to record Tell the Damn Stories, and when we are traveling, especially to events and such, we interview people. Sometimes it's for five minutes or ten minutes, and sometimes it's longer. But the idea is always to have some content um, to share with you. And then it's my gig to always upload and I guess part of what I'm wrestling with is there are these times, these, these days, when it's, you know, maybe Friday or Saturday, and I look at the content we have, and I know that this is good content, this is, these are good interviews, or this is good uh, dialogue between Chris and myself, or between other people, and I think, yeah, but this Sunday, I really, I really would like to fill in the blank. And so this past Sunday, because this is now Wednesday morning, this past Sunday, I had material that I could have uploaded. Uh, Chris 
went to a writer's conference uh, a few weeks back and interviewed a number of people, and I, I had a piece, and I didn't put it up. And I didn't primarily because it felt like uh, Chris and I should be should be up this week. We should be doing this. We should have been talking about. And I basically procrastinated myself right out of uploading on, on Sunday. Uh, then Monday and Tuesday, crazy busy. Um, that'll be another podcast or another episode. And suddenly it's Wednesday morning at 5.30 a.m. And I'm going... You, you let him down. You 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 missed your mark. You you didn't come through for the audience that you and Chris are trying to build. And so I have to take responsibility for that. And and for that I apologize. It also got me thinking about a couple of other things that tie in. Um, a lot of the online coaches, uh, teachers. Um, gurus, uh, and I don't say that with any disdain, um, but a lot of those mentors uh, have grabbed onto or profess a a philosophy, or maybe it's just a phrase they like, that done is better than perfect. And in some ways, I agree with them. I agree with them regarding the principle on which they're actually trying to stand or they're trying to share or get us, the audience or the students or whatever, to embrace. And that is, in my eyes, pecking away at something forever before you put it out to the world means you never put it out to the world. Now, that could be because you keep finding flaws or you... You're nervous about it. You're afraid that it's not good enough or you're, you're not secure in how people will react. In other words, you care very deeply how they'll react and some part of you is, again, concerned. It'll be negative. Uh, and there's probably a number of other reasons that some of us do this. But nevertheless, a lot of us don't release you know, we, we work on something, we, we build it, we craft it to the best of our ability, and then we don't release. And we keep doing that, and so we either are never finished with something or we have these things that no one ever sees, and we wanted people to see it. And so, like I said, you know, to some degree I understand the phrase, done is better than perfect. At the same time, I think what it doesn't mean or what they're not trying to imply is that you should just throw anything out there. That, you know, as long as you did something, just toss it out there and it doesn't matter if it's any good. Um, I know a couple of people who said that they have established for themselves the rule that on certain days they will write a blog post or they will do a podcast or they will write a chapter or a scene for their play, their book, you know, their short story. And that that's it. If it, if it sucks, it sucks. And, and again, I can embrace that too, along the lines of the idea is just to write, to, to get the material out of your head and onto the paper or the digital page. And that makes perfect sense because, again, until you get it out of you, 
and onto a surface that you can then step back and look at it, you really aren't creating that way. You're not really producing material that, you know, at some point you can release to the public. So I, I agree with that. <clears throat> but I think also you should definitely factor in the quality of the work. You, you don't want to just throw out garbage. You don't just want to do, mm, and and put it out there and who cares. I think if you really, really do want to be a voice in the world and to tell stories, then you need to care about the quality of those stories. So I think that at a certain point, yes, you need to release. You've worked on it, you've worked on it, you've worked on it, you need to release. Let it go out there and let it do what it's going to do. For every story that you tell, for every uh, story that you write, or every dance that you choreograph, or every film that you shoot, and so on and so on, you get better. And maybe it will never be, in your eyes, perfect, but you get better. So this done is better than perfect phrase again sort of came back and poked me a few days ago when um, a, a, I would call him a student. Um, he was taking uh, a class of mine. Uh, it told me that he had read one of my, my blackjack books and he really enjoyed the story and so forth and so on. But then he pointed out some typos that he found in the book. It's not the manuscript now. This is the book. And for those of you who know, um, Chris and I self-publish uh, Blackjack Rapid Reads, and Chris and I have written other Blackjack stories together as well as have written a number of stories separately. And I have been writing Blackjack for 25 years. And I know how much time and effort I put into the work, and I know how much time and effort I put into publishing the work. And yes, I'll make mistakes. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I, I must admit there was a certain degree of, oh, jeez, oh, man, don't tell me when he told me this. But part of breathing is inhaling and exhaling. Part of creating is putting the work out there and dealing with what comes back. P compliments, criticisms, dealing with it. So I was happy to hear that he enjoyed the story. I was uncomfortable to hear that there were mistakes and hold on a second while I take a sip of tea here. As it is early morning and I haven't been talking much, it's a type of Chinese tea. It's really very good. Yes, I do drink Lipton um, from time to time. Not Tetley's, though. Not anymore. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, but what I was saying is there's, there was a discomfort in hearing that those mistakes are there. And the convenience of... Um, the publishing platform that I use is that, yes, I can find the original manuscript, uh, digital manuscript, and go back in and fix those mistakes and upload that file. And so any other books that go out will not have that problem. And so I'm thankful that he was thoughtful enough to not only read the story, but then also to quite politely uh, point out these faux pas because they shouldn't be there if that can be helped, and it can be. But that's a part of dealing with it, and that's a part of accepting, again, done is better than perfect, 
these stories were done, and they were done well in terms of crafting a good story. But there could have been a little bit more work in the before the release. And since that work wasn't done or wasn't done well enough, I got to go back and do it. And I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to release it back out into the public, you know, and keep going. And I guess I have to accept to some degree the the reality that I should be more in that consciousness with the podcast. Because, again, some of the reasons that we weren't doing this on a more regular basis was not just at our time, you know, conflict, but also sometimes I'd you know, be editing, <clears throat> pardon me, I'd be editing and working on it and working on it. And when it was in video, working on the images and working on the images, and then the, the date for publication would come and go. And, I'm, uh, and then something else would distract me, uh, and then I wouldn't get it done. So again, looking at your work, you, know, you can set schedules, and you should. Deadlines, you should. Uh, not only as an exercise for yourself to develop those chops, but also because when you, if you're not already, you get out into the, the professional world and you're writing for other people, you're telling stories for other people, you're doing artistic work for other people, you're creating something, and it's due, you need to figure out how do I get there? How much time does it take for me to do X? How much editing time do I have? How much support do I need in this realm or that realm of the creative process? And start to get those things in place. So it's like a factory in a way. And I don't mean... You know, creativity is just, you know, nuts and bolts. Uh, But what I mean is you have um, a production line that you can count on to help you create your work, your artistry, and get it done in a specific time period so that you can meet your deadlines, meet your promises. So I I would say that the last thing I'll say about this, and and again, this will also become, this next point will also become a um, subject or a topic for discussion, uh, hopefully with Chris, but maybe I think we'll pull in a couple other artists on it, is why do we do this? And, and, you know, why why are we writing stories? Why are we creating these these things? Uh, what's, What's our motivation? What's our reason for doing this, our compulsion? And I would say that, Knowing that or trying to understand that affects the quality of what you do. It affects how consistently you do it, and it affects whether or not you will release it to the world. For me, I've been an actor, a voiceover talent, a director. I've done um, audio plays. You know, we would call them radio plays, but I've done audio plays. I've done stage you know, work, uh, theater work. I've done uh, public speaking, guest speaking. I teach. Uh, I've written books, plays, comics, screenplays. So there's a lot of years here of really working at what I do and trying to be really good at it, really, really good at it. I would not say, because, you know, my ego isn't in that direction, I would not ever say, 
that I've mastered it. I actually do believe you're always learning. I do believe there's a lot more I can learn. I do believe there's a lot better I can become at what I do. But I also look at the motivations for why I do this. And I come to realize that a lot of it has to do with, um, with it being my passion, with it being a, a, a having compassion for storytellers and it being my passion to tell stories on whatever medium or in whatever medium that I choose. And that is important. And subsequently, how I feel about something, about the work or about the inspiration is key. Understanding what drives me to tell this story, to do this particular story in this particular medium. Um, this, this is something that I always explore, but I'm quite clear, it's, it's rocket fuel. Why I do something and how I do it work together. And uh, in, in closing, to one more little in, bit of insight, um, I recently did a, a blackjack story, and it's out now. It's a blackjack trial by fire, trial by ice. Chris did trial by fire. I did trial by ice. And it's in uh, one book. And we've been getting some really good reactions to it. It's gotten five stars on Amazon and all. And, and believe me, you know, you want, you want people to enjoy it. But it was difficult. And if you've listened to um, the previous episodes of Tell the Damn Story, there's one where I talk about how difficult it was to write that, that particular story. Uh, there were a number of things going on in, in my professional life, in my life at that time. And one of the things that got me through it was, you know, one of the people that I was writing it for, you know, so it was a thing of where part of my motivation to, to get the story done through the adversity was that I was dedicating it to somebody in my head. And that means I made a promise. So yes, I'd made a promise to Chris that we were going to get this book out by a certain time. We as a team, um, we had, promoted it, so we made a promise to our audience that we were going to get this book out. I made a promise to myself that despite what was going on, I was going to get this book out. <laughs> you know, And in my head, beyond the promise to me, I made a promise to dedicate this to a person and get this book out. So, I will attempt to be much better at releasing these podcasts, uh, whether I feel that's the one that should go up this week or not. And there might even be glitches in the recording because it's interviewing people. Sometimes sound goes up, sound goes down, things like that. And Chris and I are not you know, professional engineers. We are using the best equipment we can get our hands on at this time, and we will improve and grow. And we would hope that you will grow with us, you the audience, you the fans, you the contributors, you the artists that we speak with, all of that. But in the meantime, the lesson that I'm trying to learn is that though done may be better than perfect, how well it's done is crucial to me, for sure, and to most people who really feel this is something I want to do, I need to do, and I want to be good at. So that's my little tell the damn story um, tidbit for this this particular um, week. Again, please forgive me for not getting this up there on air on Sunday. It is Wednesday morning. I'm going to uh, 
uh, edit out one or two, <laughs> and then uh, pop it up. And hopefully you will enjoy it or get something useful out of it. Uh, you can also write in and tell me, what the heck's wrong with you? Just put stuff up and stop leaving us hanging. Um, or I would also really enjoy, and I know Chris would too, uh, hearing what, what you think about the phrase, done is better than perfect, uh, or what challenges you faced trying to get your work completed and out into the public. Okay? So whatever you do, until next time, continue to tell the damn story.